right, here in the studios today, we have Danielle Weaver, and she has thrown out a challenge to her own community and our, and her own neighborhood in Silverwood Farms, and the response has been pretty overwhelming. So today, March the 19th, 2020, we have her in the studio to talk about it. Danielle, you want to give us an overview of how this came about? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Um, so basically the idea, I wish I could say it was more well-formulated or designed, but it was actually an idea that we had yesterday morning. Uh, basically because, like myself, I, I imagined there were many people that were frustrated with being stuck at home. Not only bored, but just frustrated, not being able to do more. You know, because you're doing the right thing by, by staying home and practicing social distancing, but you still want to help your community. Um, so that's how it kind of developed. So yeah, we said, that's in light of the coronavirus. Yes, absolutely. Um, so we sent out a message to our Silverwood Farms Facebook group, and I just said, hey, guys, if you can spare a can or two, leave it out by your garage uh, to today between 5 or 6, and I'll swing by, grab them, and I'll take them to the Lebanon Food Pantry. And I expected a few houses to get involved, but there was an overwhelming response, and there were tons of people who left, and it wasn't one or two. They, people were – they're very giving – uh, so we collected all those and took them to the Lebanon Food Pantry yesterday. And then I thought it'd be really interesting to do a challenge because if we can do all that in one small neighborhood, what can all these larger neighborhoods do? Yeah, that's great. So I did see a picture of you with the cans, and it was it was quite a few donations that you were able to take over there or will be taking over there. Now, when you threw out the challenge, obviously nobody's responding to you or maybe they sent you a message and said, hey, come by, but – Ultimately, you had to be the stalker in the neighborhood, right? You had to drive around yeah. looking at people's garage doors yeah. to see. So maybe if they are going to participate, uh, maybe they can get a hold of you through Let's Talk Lebanon, and uh, you'll know uh, specifically yep. in those neighborhoods. But uh, you have some challenges for other neighborhoods as well. Yeah, I thought it'd be interesting to, to challenge Countryside and Garfield Park. Uh, just size-wise, those neighborhoods could do amazing things if everybody just gave one or two cans. Um, and this is something that I can either be involved with and I can, I'm definitely willing to help coordinate it and you can get in touch with me through Let's Talk Lebanon, or you can just pretty much take the reins on the project. Uh, most subdivisions have Facebook groups or, or other ways to communicate with everybody. And as long as there's just, you know, one person willing to, to do that pickup, it's really important that we acknowledge all the safety measures that we have to. Mm -hmm. I wore gloves yesterday when I picked things up. Uh, we chose leaving things by the garage because it's still, it's distanced so I didn't even go onto people's porches. I don't touch anything else. <laughs> I mean, you just have to take all those those precautions um, so that we're abiding by all of the, the things that we should be, um, but still helping mm -hmm. the community at the same time. Yeah, being a good neighbor and willing to mm -hmm. help. I mean, that's what America is about. And so yeah. we rally behind good causes, and this seems like the appropriate cause at the time to where people can just act exercise in their house by going to the pantry yeah exactly <laughs> grabbing some weights on cans and going to the garage and yeah put them outside for you to get so sure. uh do you have a name for this not an official name but we're, we're using the hashtag neighborhood challenge because we're hoping that we'll spread not only in lebanon but hopefully in cincinnati and you never know maybe nationwide uh-huh so locally where will the cans go again uh right now they're being directed towards the lebanon food pantry Mm -hmm. Okay, and so the Lebanon Food Pantry obviously will accept cans if somebody wants to go and dro drop them off, but mm -hmm. you're willing to provide the service to go buy and pick them up, which is great. So we appreciate you doing that. Now, you also have a nonprofit. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, uh, the nonprofit's called Infinite Chance. It's actually focused internationally in Guatemala, and we're 
focused on providing educational opportunities to Guatemalan children. Um, so that's another side that we're we're trying to tackle with this coronavirus being a global issue. Uh, so recently we've been having to, to look into how do we help our students down there. Mm-hmm. So right now we're currently helping about 300. Um, As a sponsorship or through uh, school? or how? So we really focus on helping a children's home down there where mm-hmm. about 85 kids live physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they help their local neighborhood. So we're, we're helping them. And, and through them we help the rest of the, the village there. Now, we do have a, a Hispanic community and mm-hmm. listeners. Uh, I know several myself. So if you want to speak the language, uh, however you want to communicate to them now, please feel free to do so. I'm throwing you on the spot here. <laughs> but, uh, um, pues solo quiero avisar a, pues a los latinos aquí en el país y también los que están en Guatemala, están en todas partes por el mundo, que todos estamos en esto juntos. Estamos aquí para apoyarles. Um, and I just want everybody to know that they're loved right now. Oh, that's awesome. Now, I have no idea what you said in Spanish because I'm <laughs> not fluent in that. I take it you wouldn't cuss me out or anything. It, no. was, a good, it was a good conversation. <laughs> no, but we appreciate you stopping in the studios today. Do you want to leave uh, with any parting thoughts or a- anything that you want to say about the uh, food drive? Um, I guess the just one takeaway that I, I'd like to leave with everybody, if I could get one message across, is that it's amazing to see people stepping up mm-hmm. in times like this. Usually the, the best side of people show parties, political parties go away. And we're all of a sudden united. And I, and I wish we would just, when this all passes, because it will, and we're going to be fine, that we just remember that mm-hmm. and that it doesn't have to take times like this for us to be united again. Um, so just keep that in mind. And then just a shout out to, to everybody in, in the community that's, stepping up and really making a big effort like all the even you know grocery store workers mm-hmm. uh, first responders mm-hmm. nurses and doctors just a, a huge our leadership right now i, I really wouldn't want to be a <laughs> in a leadership position right. i i feel for them you can't really make a decision that makes everybody happy right. but i i would encourage people just to reach out to your leadership and check on them and that's the one thing that uh, I, I tell people there's only been 45 presidents right so nobody knows that office mm-hmm. more than the 45 yeah. right that's it Everybody else can armchair quarterback. Mm-hmm. Why Tom Brady signed with who he did, <laughs> who knows, right? Yeah. But the, the reality is, given the same pressures of life in that same situation with your same education, your same upbringing, your same, you know, thought process, would you have come to the same conclusion? Everybody would think, you know, one way or the other. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that one person was elected and or put in charge based on our society's way of doing things. So you have to trust them and pray for them. The, you know, the Bible very specifically talks about praying for our leaders, and I think we need to do that, and I think we're doing that as a community, as individuals, and I think that needs to continue. And the lessons learned, I think, will show us that we've been a lot uh, been busy for no reason. Mm-hmm. So all of life's pressures that come upon us with running kids to sports programs and having to fill our calendars with just really nonsense stuff that's going to boil down to remember the coronavirus when we had nothing to do we wanted to do something and uh, we found out that family time was more valuable than we originally thought i think this is where we're going to come to as a society this has kind of given us a self-observation of seeing how busy and crazy our lives had been Mm -hmm. and maybe uh, doing some adjustments in the future yeah, no, absolutely. And and it's not just, like I say, political leaders, but everybody, um, CEOs, 
uh, small business owners here and everywhere pretty much and church leaders, et cetera. They're all in a really tough position because there are so many unknowns. How do you make a decision? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's hard enough to make a decision with knowing everything. (laughs) So uh, I really feel for, for leaders and I'm really thinking about them and I hope everybody kind of keeps them in their thoughts. Well, with good uh, individuals like yourself to back and help support and come alongside and see some needs in the community and just uh, be willing to step up and help, uh, it speaks volumes to who we are as a society and who you are as a person. So I appreciate you. Throwing out the challenge, we are on Let's Talk Lebanon and the Let's Talk Studios broadcasting from 537 East Main Street. We welcome anyone that would like to get a message out to come into the studios, get a hold of us through Let's Talk Lebanon. Daniel, thanks again for uh, coming in the studio. Thank you for having me.